Greetings, listeners! Welcome to WIP12. I'm your host, Raymond, and today I'm here with my fellow hosts, Oli. Hey, how's it going? And Jordan. Hello. Hi. And we're here for a very special holiday episode, because this will be the last episode of the year. Uh, after that, we will go on a nice little break and come back with more interesting content. But for now, we want to celebrate Father Corvus, the great Father Corvus who brings us nice Corvus belly stuff every year, nice minis, kickstarters and rules that we enjoy. But yeah, uh, has everyone made a wish list for Father Corvus? I know I have. Yes. I do too. (laughs) We've all been so good. We've been so good this year, so we definitely deserve something, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we we we, uh, we kept uh, especially uh, you, Ollie. You kept uh, the IGL going. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did some interesting uh, 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 deep dives uh, all the way from uh, when N4 came in, and we're almost halfway the list. So I think we've been a very productive bunch. <laughs> yeah. So everyone made a list. We will go over them uh, like uh, one by one. Uh, everyone takes one pick from their list. And we uh, so we uh, we mix match and see what everyone has and if we agree disagree, if you at home disagree or agree or uh, 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 that's all up to us. But we will send it into Father Corvus and hopefully he he will grant our wishes. So shall uh, I start off with what I have on top of my list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been wishing for this one for uh, a long time, and uh, I think Corvus Belly pulled an April Fool's on me <laughs> in the end of the year because uh, uh, in earlier episodes I said, well, there's a there's a Code 1 tag box coming up for Ariadna. How cool is that? And they have released Tag Raid with a mining tag. So maybe if they put some guns on that tag or they make something that looks a bit more uh, ready to fight, I will end up with an Ariadna tag. And then it was a blackjack. <laughs> so Corvus, what what the, what did I do wrong? What have I done to upset you guys? Have I said wrong things about Carlos's mother or something? What did I do to that you guys have been so mean to me? Yeah, that feels pretty mean, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that that, that that was kinda it was it was definitely a good trick on their part, because you know they did. They renamed the remote pack to say Beast Pack. They could have renamed the Ariadna Tag Pack to be like Ariadna Giant Chunky Heavy Infantry Pack. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but obviously now this is fueling speculation that they might change the blackjack, but they're they're probably not going to, are they? I mean, really? It, it's enough. big enough. That model is huge. Yeah. <laughs> be a silhouette six tag. Yeah. I would most definitely happily put another base, put it on another base, and uh, have it run around with tag rules, with tactical awareness, and some extra damage. That would be great. And if uh, they do it to the blackjack, they can do it to the Ratnik as well. And I, I would then it would be sort of a compromise, and I would say, okay, Corvus, you win. I will be happy with my with the models that I already have and painted, and have some extra orders to spend and. That would be cool as well, but for now it's like, damn it, <laughs> it's just a, it's a heavy infantry. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they did make them tags, I think they should have possession immunity. Not because they're high tech, like, you know, the EI tags, but just because it's just a dude in a suit. There's not really anything yeah. to possess. <laughs> you can shut it down, but you can't really. <laughs> you cannot get into not his autonomous. brain and actually. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't do it. It's a really interesting point, though. And um, it's funny with the blackjack, isn't it? Because I think it's definitely a profile that a lot of people kind of want to see updated. You know, they want to see some love for the blackjack. Yeah. So I think it's um, it will be interesting to see whether they literally, you know, just leave it as is or whether they throw some tactical awareness on it or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. <clears throat> like it's, if it, in its current state, it's, Especially in the area of vanilla, it it gets outshone by so many other heavy infantry. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the unknown ranger. Rules. Yeah. Is hmm? it and the unknown ranger? Uh, yeah. Everything is being outshone by the unknown ranger. That the. <laughs> yes, but, but the unknown ranger's light infantry, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> you know that art. You know how light infantry is. Armor four. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Two wounds and armor four. Perfect light infantry. Yeah. But this is Ariadna. They don't follow the rules. Wolvers are ar- two wounds, arm three, and are warbands, so... Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, so it, it, if, there, if, if it would get tactical awareness and, uh, and, and, and damage up, that, then it will definitely be a competition with all the other stuff. Mm. So... Mm-hmm. We will see more Rodniks and, and Blackjacks, which would be cool because they're cool models. And I've painted them with a lot of love, but I'm not using them that very very no. often. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'd get that second uh, Ratnik profile sculpt, too. The uh, Oh, man, I would love that one. That double cool. Molotov or double, mm-hmm. I guess, AP Spitfire. Yeah. I've seen so many uh, 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 conversions with it, just having like two, two rat- Gatling guns under its fists. Uh, I would love to, that, that they make uh, something uh, uh, looking like that officially. Mm-hmm. Red as hell, but yeah. So, uh, what, what do you guys have on the list, Look, Jordan? What do you have? What do you okay, want for the Corvus? I have some controversial things, but I'll save those for a bit later <laughs> when I'm more awake. I'll go for a middle of the ground. I would really like to see. Uh, N4 campaign book, so you know whatever N4's equivalent of Daedalus Fall and stuff would be. I I always enjoyed going through those weird, wonky little side missions and you know leveling up your spec ops slash your team. So yeah. I'd like to see uh, that update for for N4. It's always a good time. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be really cool. It would be. Yeah, it's still still on my wish list to actually play out the whole campaign, but it's 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 a lot, and I've done a few missions and a few short ones, uh, and and those those rules are mad as hell. <laughs> oh yeah, they can get really wonky. Uh, yeah, I, near the I, end I, of end three, we were playing one online through like over 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 the interwebs, and uh, the build. No one ever really went for the spec ops. Because your spec ops could die, but you yeah. know, upgrading your team so it's like, oh, cool, one of my units with structure can have an extra structure, and then people realized <laughs> it's like, oh, well, if I play JSA, 
gonna have those Karakuri at the time being three wounds. Now I'd be like, oh, I could have four wound Karakuri. They'll never die. <laughs> I was doing using. I was like Sujan with three wounds. Yes, please. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I did. Um, I did an update of Campaign Paradiso uh, in N three. So someone had updated it. It was. Uh, it was really fun actually. Um, and I kind of missed that actually. I do. And some of the missions were just nice and like unique. Some of them wouldn't weren't necessarily the most balanced missions, but that was fine. Mm-hmm. It's a because you're playing narrative and campaign. It's more just mm-hmm. like you know doing the story where there's asymmetric yeah. goals for the sides. One side's you mm-hmm. know trying to kill the other side. The other side's trying to escape type of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, I can remember doing one where you had like something of of nine tech pods on the battlefield and they were like uh they were uh, uh uh like there was an embassy ship that had blown up and these were the escape pods and they were coming down to earth and you have to find the ambassador um that will give you the 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 the, the walloping points but you, you had to roll on a um on a die 20 uh, table and you could either find the ambassador or an intern which also gives you some <laughs> points or the thing could explode in your face <laughs> so, if you rolled a 20. So I started off with, I had the Zonautica. I was very happy that I painted it. I rush over to one of the things and it's like D- D20 blows up, breaks <laughs> on. <laughs> and I had a whole lot of trouble opening up the other ones, not finding anything. And then my friend just was like, First thing he tries, ambassador, and goes, <laughs> goes stands around the corner with it and wins the game. Uh, frustrating. <laughs> he was actually very proud of himself because he never won a game against me, and he uh, <laughs> he thought me un- unbeatable. So he, I was uh, actually happy for him that he uh, managed to, uh, to, <laughs> to to pull it off. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's so, yeah, my first and wish. And four campaign books, uh, but yeah, but, uh, any any anything you would would like to see cover like fluff wise in the story. I'd like to get, I don't know, I, I enjoy, I've been enjoying O12 stuff. I'd, I'd like to, you know, get more into maybe either what's happening on, you know, that south, southern area of Concilium or, yeah. or even it could be, because other ones, a lot of them have been ship, like, you know, different, like, rings and yeah. stuff. The last one was. Um, so if they want to go back into space, be like detailing some sort of counter strike into that ring that o- yeah. or that gate that opens that uh-huh. the uh, combined army is coming out of. I would lo- I would love to see not just us against the aliens, but more like the covert stuff, like like, like more around it where any any faction can come in and they were interchangeable because the missions are more uh, counted towards the nitty gritty uh uh company versus company uh, uh kind of deals yeah and that's cool either either um get your own company and decide which faction of troops that company has and then you all have your company and you're trying to uh outdo each other yeah so you're not bounded to actually the the the, the, the big war between us and the and the, and the aliens yeah, maybe that's a missed opportunity with Tagrate as well, right? They could have done a campaign book with like different mining companies, and you can play that as a narrative campaign in Infinity. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be be nice. I would because I I like the I, I've oh that's hard to say because I only put in ten bucks for tech rate, but I like the whole fact mm-hmm. that it's at least like this small part of mm-hmm. the universe that has now been covered, like the 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 yeah the the gr- gritty production part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just covering in this this smaller angle. I was a bit disappointed that they didn't bring in more mining corporations from other factions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Specifically, O twelve bothered was made me a bit disappointed because <laughs> part of part of the entire plot of uh, was it Crimson Stone is talking about you know O twelve mining corporations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now it's not there. It is, yeah, this is missing link. <laughs> I guess they don't stray too far from Concilium. No, they're not seen as as some in, like they go to dawn and be in, just as the other invading forces and. Zo twelve. Ah, we're here to uh, keep the peace and make sure everyone's doing good things. Just don't yeah, mind yeah. that drill over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, anything to add, or just we go? We will go to uh, what Ollie has on the list. I say let's move to Ollie. Mm. Ollie. Well, I, I actually had a similar one on my list, which kind of um, follows this quite nicely. It was uh, maybe a bit of love and an update to the Spec Ops rules. Um, and then I spoke about maybe an accompanying campaign as well. So I guess to springboard off this idea of like some kind of N4 campaign, but like a subsequent update to how Spec Ops works and how the points works and the kind of abilities and weapons and things on offer yeah. would be really nice. Um, I think... Uh, the current Spec Ops rules need a little bit of house ruling, um, particularly if you've ever encountered the uh, the BTS plus bioimmunity debacle, um, which I'm <laughs> sure many of people have seen and played with. Um, and yeah, I think it just feels like a little bit dated, so it'd be cool to yeah. see see an update there. Yeah, yeah, and I think in, especially with the Spec Ops in a competition in a, in a competitive setting that. Uh, it, it brings a bitter taste because people think it's only only a way to uh, exploit some rules and, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 fill up weaknesses that you have. Yeah, naturally in your force. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've all seen the uh, the Whip Fifteen Engineer Doctor Hacker. Yeah. Yep. Um, or, or whatever you know. I I know our our local uh, one of the local tos when he did run allowing spec ops he had a rule of you know you essentially i think you were only allowed to take one skill that makes you a specialist because he didn't want people just being you're all the specialists yeah yeah um i think that would be cool and i think like you were saying um jordan this idea of like a new narrative campaign would be really cool and a good chance to test out some new rules for spec ops and see what works and what doesn't and an opportunity to give people another way to play that's not its Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes those missions, I think, even when they, you know, when they do the global event, I think sometimes they're a mm-hmm. good place for them to test out missions for yeah. ITS, which is nice. But yeah, yeah. isn't My... isn't that how Frostbite came about? I think is that right? Frostbite was a part of the online campaign. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, and I'm glad that yeah they, they tweaked it a bit, but. <laughs> But my uh, Caledonian part of me is sad with the now I need to bring it. You know, all these armies, I'm like, I don't know if I want to bring enough HI to actually hold the middle. But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I guess one well, thing. You can to... bring in a twenty-point uh, Highlander Grey with a, with a shotgun. It's like yeah. you can flood the system with very cheap dudes. Yeah, it's not too bad with Caledonia. It gives me yeah. a reason to bring my more mares and stuff more now. But yeah. Uh, well, I guess one thing on the spec ops. My thing. One of the things that always felt kind of would sometimes feel bad, especially if you're using spec ops for competitive. With campaign, it doesn't you know really mm-hmm. matter. The only person that got sad there was. JSA because theirs was the only one that could not ever get a cube, so you put points <laughs> into your spec ops, it dies, and then it's just dead, dead. Yeah, um, that's rough. But you know, who each army has as their spec ops base is such a huge, you know, difference. And you know, when you get twelve points to upgrade a guy, if your guy's yes. already starting, you know way up you know if your base that you get to add you know 12 points of upgrades to is a deva versus my yeah that's Caledonian what i was gonna volunteer. say it's like okay <laughs> like the Mujib. yeah it's like yeah, i can spend that's... eight points to get no wounding eight, eight uh, xp to get no wounding cap and the deva's like i already have that but okay <laughs> that's so funny that is literally what i was gonna say being able to take a deva as your spec ops is ridiculous because they're already like bs12 whip 15 with two wounds oh mm-hmm. well they have nwi um, it's just so silly. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the volunteer, so that's it. Take take Aleph to spec ops events. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then you know my Caledonian volunteer doesn't even have the basic equipment I want because they they you know they're under the impression that the rifle is the basic equipment uh, Caledonian volunteer. <laughs> when we all know that the basic equipment Caledonian volunteer is chain rifle light shotgun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, that, that's a horrible mistake on uh, Corvus Belly's end. <laughs> Looks like we're back to you. Let's let's go to my list again. <laughs> um, this one I mentioned already on the uh, on the on the on some of the rules uh, uh, overviews that we had in the mm-hmm. that I would like to have uh, rules like surprise attack to be. Also uh, usable in reactive, mm-hmm. active and reactive, because um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the feeling with especially with the, with the current rules and in, in difference to N3 is that they will that they streamlined it and that a lot of mm-hmm. things, for example, dodge, just work the same in active and reactive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is just one of those rules that that they decided on. No, that it, it only works on active. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, never thought twice about it, I think. Because uh, now we are uh, uh, in with N4. We have, we've, 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 we have played our games and we are uh, in the current meta. People are, uh, are uh, trying to avoid the alpha strike by hiding out. Mm-hmm. Not putting out many AROs. Um, except for a few armies that are actually good at it. Uh, but mostly people bunker up and just hide. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love it to have surprise attack on the reactive, so it's far in- more interesting to especially bring those Ariana camouflage units like tank hunters and uh, and Katarans, right? Katarans, yeah. yeah. And and and, uh, and and be ready for an ambush. <laughs> it's it's an interesting like I agree. In some ways, it's surprising that they didn't do it when they were streamlining yeah. everything else. 
And yeah. like it, it definitely helps those units, but at the same time, I don't think it's so much of a buff. If you, if you think of it, it's a it's a you know a three you know a modifier of three on the roll, but a linked sniper also has a you know five man linked sniper also has a three modifier to the roll as well. So yeah, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it would make Noctifers even scarier because now when it jumps yeah. out and surprises you, it's like, haha, surprise, minus 12. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the only problem with that, the one problem is that it could make it very easy to minus 12 people so they literally can't do anything. Um, and that's always, uh, it can be a feels bad for people, I guess. You can always um, dodge. You can always dodge. You definitely can always dodge. Um <laughs> But yeah, like generally I agree with you. Like you're right, the active turn is so good right now and yeah. surprise attack not being in the reactive turn is I probably wouldn't break anything as far as I can see. Um no. you might need to recost Noctifers perhaps, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. I can see it. Yeah, just give give all those <laughs> units like a couple point boost or like a depending on mm. how much mimetism you have. Yeah. You can also be more selective about who has surprise attack, because the whole point of N4 is that it's not one package with camouflage anymore, mm-hmm. right? No. So you don't need to have surprise attack on everything. No. I'm, I'm using my metros without surprise attack to, uh, to good effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would make tank hunters more appealing, since I'm now choosing between either a 30-plus uh, tank hunter to uh, guard the road or to bring just a, a cheapy uh, metro and just hope for the best. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, there are also a couple of profiles that aren't used that much. My mind goes to the Al-Hawar sniper in Hack Islam. Like, oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not a very well-loved profile. People don't take it that often. But with the mind layer and being able to surprise attack in ARO, like, that's, it's not awful. You know, mm-hmm. I... I Definitely take it out for a spin to see what it could do if it if it could surprise attack in, in reactive. Yeah. I think I feel similar about things like the Guilang sniper too. Mm. Those those like BS eleven camo snipers that yeah. you generally aren't you don't see too much. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. But BS eleven is suddenly scary, you know, if the opponent basically can't hit you. You know, minus three surprise, minus three mimetism, you're far away. Yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. It will help make the crossing the street a bit more uh, careless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess keeping on the theme of, I guess rules we'd like to see tweaked a bit to make it so that you have more value. I would like to see something done with counterintelligence, mm-hmm. so that it actually does something if you're going second, because. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I feel like 90% of the time I bring counterintelligence, I end up going second and it does nothing. <laughs> um, and, and it seems kind of weird to me, right? The whole point thing is you're supposed to, you know, you're gaining benefits because, like, you know, you have someone that's really good at doing the counterintelligence game and, like, getting all this extra information or something before going into the battle. It's like, yes, but they're making the first move. So now my intel does nothing. Um mm. So I don't I don't know exactly what it could be because I think it could have the potential of being too strong depending. But um, the two you know you could make it this follow what it does in the other thing where you know yeah. counterintelligence gives you you know 
reduces the strip by one, you can make it increase the strip by one, um, which I think might be a bit mm. too much though, because so yeah. seven orders you'd lose three. Yeah, that I think that one way would be too much. What I'd like to see though um, would be allows you to make a second tactical use of command tokens. Oh, that would be cool. So you can strip and also put someone in suppression. And I don't think that would yeah. be too powerful. Uh, one, because a lot of armies don't actually like putting someone in suppression, and you're yeah. and you're burning through two command tokens, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think it could be situationally good. Um, mm-hmm. But it just at least feel like okay, my skills actually gonna do does, something. Does something? Yeah. yeah, I I would probably say it would be fine if um if it allows you to spend a command token to strip two orders and put one guy into suppression, right? So you yeah. just got you got two for one. Um, yeah, I have seen someone put a a model into suppression one time, like literally one time. Um, because it's almost very, very rarely better than stripping two orders. And that model, for what it's worth, was a gecko um, yeah. that died mm. quite quickly. <laughs> I've done it I've done it a bunch of times, but it's only for me it's always like one half the time I feel like I'm like, this is just a gamble slash I'm doing something weird. But it's always a question for me of does this person being in suppression is it gonna cause them two orders of delay? And usually it's always been either Mendoza who's yeah. up the board with min minus six, or Casanova, who's up the board with min minus six. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've done it in occasions where I just had a very bad hiding spot for my tag, or I've done it with Hector. Like, I know that my opponent would straight go for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but they're... So it's like, all right, I'm going to pick a good fire lane mm. and just, like, come at me. I'm already uh, pumped up and I got my guns uh, guns out, so that I can, because uh, I couldn't hide them uh, very well or yeah. in a good spot. Yeah, it's a good idea. But I like this idea. You know, have counterintelligence do something if you go second. It makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I've I've never thought of it that way. Because yeah, mostly the units that I use that have counterintelligence on them are pretty useful for other stuff either they bring chain of command or they are the lieutenant themselves mm. um and, and it's not the main reason to like oh now i don't i want to take another unit because this unit has counterintelligence mm-hmm. so but yeah it, i i see it to that it probably would be nice and to have a uh, other option if you're not uh, if you're not going uh, going first mm-hmm. so this idea sounds cool Ollie, what do you have on your list? Oh, I'm just deciding whether I go controversial now or not controversial. Um, I think I might go not controversial uh, for now, and then I'll, I'll move on later. But um, So following on with rules updates, I think I'd just like to say that, you know, one of my wishes is that CB do kind of revisit some of the rules and they clean things up a bit and they maybe update their FAQs slightly. Um, I can tell you for a fact that TOing at the moment can be quite exhausting. There are a lot of legitimate questions I get that, you know, can be interpreted multiple ways. Things around peripherals, for example, come up quite a lot. Yeah. Um, things around the new FAQ and like how exactly it works comes up quite a lot. Um, 
And again, like these are all legitimate questions and it makes my job a little bit harder um, and it can make people's games a little bit less fun if they get caught out by something because they genuinely don't know what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I would really, really like it. I'd be very happy if, if CB kind of went back to the FAQ and like answered a couple more questions and clarified some things. Um, but they have assured that they're going to start doing this again next year. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, they have said that they will come up at least with a rules update when it comes down to the link team. So we can expect maybe uh, mm. uh, more uh, rules to be uh, tweaked. Yeah, hopefully. They do a big rules change and go for the <laughs> living rule book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are just it's. I think it comes up a lot as well if you're mentoring or teaching the game to new people. Like people have some pretty reasonable questions, and sometimes they're actually quite hard to answer. You know, like. Um, why why can't I throw smokers in the ARO if I can't see the enemy? Like, it says it doesn't require a target. And you have to say, yeah, like, it does say it doesn't require a target, but you still need to be able to see see the enemy that you're throwing smoke at. It's just things like that. And, like, I'm not saying these questions mm-hmm. can't be answered, but I am saying that it would be much better if they just went through and made it, like, clearer how a lot of this stuff was supposed to work. Yeah, I find when I'm mentoring, sometimes, you know, you get those questions that you're like, no, it's this way. Okay, Why? <laughs> Oh, I've never, never actually thought about it. <laughs> yeah, um, there's there's a few things in there I, th- I agree that could be cleaned. Like even just like how super jump and climbing plus are so similar, but also function very differently. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and. I'm sure you guys saw, well, maybe you didn't see and you were blessed for not seeing that I spent a couple of hours literally the other week talking about whether the avatar transfers the plus one order or just the lieutenant rule. Um, I did not see that. It was awful. It was absolutely horrible. It's Um, both, isn't it? They they transfer both. Well, I don't know. Like, there are people on both sides, like, because it says it just transfers lieutenant. Some people are like, yeah, but it's part of the lieutenant rule. And other people say, no, it's a separate thing. And. I don't know. Like, I, I genuinely don't know the answer to that question. I'm sure people are screaming at me right now and, like, whatever. They can scream all they want. I this, was, this was the uncontroversial stuff, right? This was... Yeah, this is... Well, I don't think it would be controversial to say that. Just just do some spring cleaning, like, dust the cobwebs a little bit and just make it clear. Just mm-hmm. say one way or the other. You yeah. Know? I know I'm looking forward to a clear ruling on some of the ITS things, namely all around the defensive tasers and the ac2 and stuff like that yeah things around that because they they've ruled one way and the other way at various points on that um which was fun uh, i got, uh, i had a situation where we were like okay i actually hope my opponent wins the roll off because in all else i don't know how this works <laughs> <laughs> Because if the unit is dead, I know <laughs> that I can understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I at least can... In N3, there were so many of these one in 1,000 uh, situations that come up and you don't understand the rules that well to uh, actually uh, give a good explanation for that. They, those have lessened. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're still there. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. overall, to their credit, like the rules have become a lot clearer than they used to be, and there's a lot yeah. less of those interactions. But it's one of those things. Sometimes when when there's uh, when they're all over the place, you ignore them more. When there's a few of them, it's kind of okay. Just just fix those last few, and 
Yeah. Have it nice and clean. Yeah. Then I finally have the golden game mm-hmm. you're all looking for. Mm-hmm. Just just to clean up, you know, it'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've I've I pick one because uh, give the out of print army some love. I think it's time. Mervinja has waited long enough. <laughs> Mm. We love the French. We've seen some parachutists come in. The Mirage Five has a new, uh, the the uh, especially with Mer- Merovingia, the, the the list isn't that long. There, uh, if if you if you look at the Merovingian army or at the Caledonian army, they're just uh, a few units that are uh, left out, and actually the most of them all already have profiles. So, mm-hmm. especially with those two armies, I'm like, well, what what's the harm of updating the 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 few you have left on that list? To yeah. make that army full again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Kapikalki, right? Yeah. Exactly. Give Toha their tequila. Everyone's <laughs> using him now. Just, just make yeah. them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made him awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that would be nice. I was kind of sad during tie grade when they're like, okay, this tag can go in, you know, when they're doing the, whatever, the trip hammers. I was very sad it didn't get to get it, they didn't put the trip hammer in Caledonia after they went all on about how the Ariana mining company is a Caledonia based yeah. mining company. It's just it's just 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 those little things. Just a little bit of love. Yeah. <laughs> to make it all to make the sto- story work. Mm. <laughs> yes, that. Back to the tag problem, right? For Ariadna. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, no, no, that's, that, 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 just not go over that one again. But <laughs> no, it's just, yeah, they're, they're um, yeah, they, they've, they've done a lot to, 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 to get the excuse uh, down. Yeah, which was the main reason for, uh, for bringing a few armies out of print. I still think uh, that, yeah, it's, it's some can, can, can be brought uh, back into life. Mm-hmm. I agree. They said one was coming back, right? One of the things they said for 2022 is yeah. one out of print armies. Maybe, maybe it'll be your French. Uh, I think it will be in the two-player starter box, if I had to guess. Like, they might end up doing something like Hack Islam versus Steel Phalanx that's, like, given some love again, or, like, Kapikalki comes back and is against, like, OSS or... Well, no, because they're in, they're in the Ariadna one, weren't they? OSS. Mm. Um, I I would predict that the starter box will have a revisited out of production sectorial next year. It could be, unless they do it in the single uh, army box. The big box. Yeah, mm. it's possible. I would possible. I would love to see the lore reasoning for steel failings versus QK. So. Uh... <laughs> that would be that interesting. Would be interesting. And I'm sure I'd I, love to see revisited Steel Failings models because those, yeah, like, that would be really a, good. A, an army of Myrmidons that look like Perseus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think Steel Phalanx actually isn't even that unlikely to be honest, given how well Mo did, like how um, optimistic people were about the revisited sculpts and things in Mo. Like Steel Phalanx seems like quite a natural um, next step. If I had to, if I had to put money on it, I'd put it on them. I don't think it would be either Pano sectorial because Pano already has enough active. Mm-hmm. Same with Ariadna. Same with 
I guess Hakuslam at least has two other active ones, and the last thing we want right now is bring back QK and Assassins just doesn't get any of their models they've been working <laughs> on. Nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, Steel Phalanx would be my would be my bet. Yeah, Assassins yeah, versus Steel Phalanx in a box would be cool as well, right? <laughs> well, yeah, as an assassin, you want to kill very important uh, characters, so why not Achilles? <laughs> he knows too much. That would be cool. They could do it too. They could be like, oh yeah, uh, the Steel Phalanx is trying to, you know, Aleph is trying to make their own silk substitute or something, so the assassins get in to try and, you know, prevent them losing, you know, domination of the market, which is what Crimson yeah. Stone was, right? Is the Ariadne mm-hmm. being like, oh shoot, they found giant Tesium asteroid. Okay, we can't let them have giant TZ of Asteroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be rad as hell. And, and Steel Felix, I know, no, like, like, especially when I started out with, with Infinity uh, in, the, in, my, in my earlier years, Steel Phalanx was so uh, loved uh, mm. and, and played a lot, especially in my meta. Like, mm. any other player was, was playing LF and mostly for uh the achilles and then all those other uh cool looking hero heroes mm-hmm. so yeah I've, I've, i was actually a bit I, I was actually a bit weird without that they were like i'm still phalanx out of print that's impossible it's so mm. it's such a love loved faction yeah and yeah but when you look at the current lineup they're like yeah but they're now old <laughs> yes they yeah. were they were iconic weren't they a couple of years ago but yeah. time has passed i'm afraid you know? Yeah, I think it was very much their models, their core yeah. models needed an update, um, and they were such a diverse inter because because their newer models were so good, mm-hmm. it was just very disparate. Um, so yeah, I'd see them coming back. Yeah. Okay, we on to me. Yes. And I know Ollie wanted to make a controversial one, so I'll go controversial as well, just to just okay. start it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this is controversial even within the three of us. Um, and this is an easy one for Corvus. They just need to not do something. And that is, I do not want them to bring back uh, order stripping protection for single combat group armies. That is outrageous! I feel How? very strongly about this. If you listen to my uh, episode on uh, not so unlimited, not so limited insertion, the eleven and twelve point, uh, eleven and twelve guy lists, we talked about this a bunch. I think as long as we're having this fifteen model cap, which I, I overall I think is a good thing. Um, I think bringing back order stripping protection is a mistake because it significantly limits effect list building. Uh, I think that 11, you know, those just over single combat group lists can function very well for certain armies. Mm-hmm. But the second you put in protection for stripping from a single combat group, then now you're making it a lot harder to justify ever going, you know, to an 11 or 12 model list because now you're essentially saying, okay, I'm going to allow myself to be stripped, and now you're adding that extra weight. It becomes a lot. Yeah, worse. I agree. I can see that definitely. I think I do agree with that, but I'd caveat it with I do think a couple more um, factions need access to tactical awareness and stuff. Otherwise, they just they just don't run 10 order lists. 
because it doesn't work very well. Like if you're Invincible Army, it works, right? Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work so well if you're. I mean, immediate example that just comes up to, in, into my head. Like immediately, MO doesn't work quite as well with ten dudes. Um, doesn't really have very much tactical awareness in the faction. Um, I think it has like one NCO, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then you is two NCO, one, one two NCO order lieutenant. Yeah, and, it's and not quite NCO. the same. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of people saying that that small MO list can be a bit of a trap, and I would consider it probably not a trap if they had more tactical awareness. Yeah, if um, they gave if they gave some sort of tactical awareness to, so I think if you're bringing ten order MO, you're probably bringing a Joan Pain Train. Um, yeah, exactly. No, nah, so yeah, giving them some sort of tactical awareness, I don't think would be too bad. Um, yeah. So I guess well, it comes comes especially with with one one wish that I've I, I've now impromptu in my head, and that's the whole why though why can't lieutenants use their order in a league team? Um, because they just can't. But just not why, why does an NCO who's in that same link team can still use that order? It's because they're too busy. It's too much work to also to both run the link team and also be you know coordinating everyone on the field. The NCO just is singularly focused on the one thing. What if you're both a lieutenant and an NCO and you're in a link team? What do you do well, then? Well, then you're just a hero. You're just that <laughs> just that high, so that, that much higher level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I actually don't disagree with this, like, in principle. I think in practice it might need a bit of tweaking, but in principle I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see some tweaking. Yeah, it's, it's like in, when, when Limited Insertion uh, came up, it was in a time where you had to face with a 10-order list, a 20-order list. Yeah, yeah. and it, it yeah. made sense then. Yeah. Um, I still though I still want the limited insertion as a you just play one group in a competition, not that you have the defense, but still that you can have it as an option. Yeah, I think having it as a formal option. Like, like I know people that have still run limited insertion tournaments, even if it's not an official yeah. add-on anymore. Uh, and I don't think it would hurt them to just you know add a paragraph blurb to an ITS document. You yeah. can run. They can, it could be right above free play. Yeah, they can replace those three that are horrible with this one. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what three horrible ones we're talking about, but uh, <laughs> I feel like you can't say such a thing without being more specific, Raymond. Uh, well, the, the 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 CQB, the extreme version that your classifieds are extre- are, are are far harder, or that you have to. Uh, uh, that you can shake up the, the the two decks that you use the normal one and the hard one and you shake them up. That so one's the worst one. Have a, a, a shitty draw or CQB is I'm a Caledonian player at heart, so CQB I'm like yeah, no, that's fine by me. Yeah, just, no one shoot beyond <laughs> thirty two inches. Yeah. Do you know what? Let's make it twenty four inches. No one can shoot. You want no one can shoot beyond ten inches because that's how far I can berserk <laughs> with a. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the, the double deck one's weird. Is, 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 is why? <laughs> I I have no problem with the hard mode classifieds. Double deck as an add-on is weird for me because unless you're playing a mission where you have shared classifieds, 
you just have so much variance. It's like, ah, sweet. I pulled three green ones. Yeah. And you pulled three red ones. I will get all my classifieds compared to you. Yeah, it's rough, isn't it? It's very yeah. rough. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. don't. Br- Corvus, don't bring back order stri- uh, order stripping protection. We're fine. Most of the scary limited insertion lists have plenty of orders to play with. Let me at least take two of them away from them. Yeah. Only do it if you ditch the 15 unit cap. Yeah, which I I don't know if I want them to, but I I'm happy I'm happy with the cap. I think overall I, it's been a good thing. I on on just quickly commenting on the cap, I'm actually so happy they've done it. Like um yeah, me too. Somewhere, somewhere near me is running a tournament that's not capped, uh, and I was saying to people, like, I, I'm not interested. Like, I wouldn't go because I can't face the idea of going back to running three Ghazi and three Dailami, like by default, without even thinking about the rest of my list. Going back to the bad old days of Hackers Long, where like 50 points at least are accounted for immediately, like mm-hmm. just default. I don't want to go back to that. Um. That wasn't on the list. Sorry, I'm derailing, but I just thought That's I'd point fine. that out because someone near me has done it. They've gone back to not running 15. Well, I think and I thought I don't like that. I think Vol has been doing his leagues that way. I I know I did the Lost Lieutenant challenge last month, which was uh, to play with free play. Which don't get me wrong, my, my my opponent went for the ridiculous. How many Morlocks pretty much can I get in a list? <laughs> yeah, and I went for you know good old fashioned. Kuang Shi ISS um, but at the same time to some extent if you start running too too many orders even now and then suddenly you're hitting the problem of if your opponent decides to not go into that and play some of these heavy armor things suddenly nowadays because armor actually matters it, it, it's not as bad but like you know if you spam a bunch of weak guys where you used yeah. to just crit down a tag, now it's like, oh, that, that tag will now just eat your face. Sure, but counterpoint, if you spam a bunch of weak guys with jammers, then the game's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, now the fact yeah. that they, uh, they're they disposable doesn't matter, because if you have ten of them... Yeah, they're other four, but like Ghazi don't live that long anyway, so they were disposable anyway, <laughs> right? Um Anyway, sorry, yeah, I've, I've I, derailed I, I own nine, nine, just... nine Morlocks, I own eight Highlanders, <laughs> I own... Yeah, with, with, with the six Taigas, you can use the three that come bursting out of the floor. Oh, so you have nine Taigas, so it's, oh, God. so it's fun to actually bring them all out yeah, for once. But as um, a competitive game, I think, yeah, the 15 is yeah. just... It's good. I think it's fine as an add-on that, you know, occasionally if you want to play it it makes sense have it and yeah but it shouldn't be the standard yeah no i agree all right shall i go from one controversial comment to another mm-hmm. yeah okay this this is gonna maybe make some people really upset but i i believe quite strongly in this so i'm, I'm gonna say it. um i think they should regularly rotate the generic mercenaries that are in factions so i mean things like monstruckers warcores liberto um, Krakots, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that should be in for a couple of seasons and then leave army lists. Um, and the reason I've said that is because I'm so bored of putting Libertos in every single list I've run for the last three years, four years. 
I can't remember when that profile was introduced, but I don't think I've played a list that hasn't had a Libertor in since it was introduced. And he's tired. He needs to go to bed. <laughs> he's had enough. I've had Didn't enough. Didn't he get enough freedom now? Yeah. He got, he's got all it. the freedom he got. <laughs> he's got his freedom. It's over. Those seven points can go on to something else now. It's done. Um, I think that to be a bit more serious, like from a balance and list building perspective, it's kind of problematic to have like, you know, really solid, like mercenary, uh, characters that keep racking up and racking up slowly over time, you know, cause we started with one, two, three, four, five, and like they keep getting added and it's like, well, yeah, you know, maybe leave them in for a couple of years and then take them out. Yeah, because now, yeah, the, the, with with their eight point bike that we now have been introduced to, mm, it's great. It, you, you come to a point where like, okay, I've got I have my army. This this Liberto is pretty handy. This bike is pretty handy. Uh, oh, I also like Nauf. I also like a war core. <laughs> right. Sh- should I really have this like until the end of time? Wouldn't it be fun to play with this for a couple of seasons and then put it away? Um, mm-hmm. I know people are going to be upset about that because obviously, you know, you go out and buy the model and you want to use the models that you've bought. And I understand, but there are reasonable proxy rules in this game. So it's not that bad. And you um, can play Soldiers of Fortune and still have the whole yeah, 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 there are extras that allow you to still do it. And the other thing that I'd contest is uh, I've started playing Vanilla Pano and it's kind of a problem for Joan of Arc, right? Yeah. Like more <laughs> and more and more of these really good irregular troops and it makes it like more and more... Um, not necessary. Necessary is the wrong word, but more and more appealing to just play Joan and spam. I now understand why. Yeah. Joan two tags. Yeah. Joan two tags, and then a bunch of cheaper. I I recently <laughs> was doing my lost lieutenant challenge for Soldiers of Fortune this month and played Mo with Joan and was like, sweet. Now I'll just bring all of the cheaper regulars, so I'm still yeah. at my fifteen. Um, I I agree. I think. The one thing that has been good, at least in the last couple of seasons, is they didn't add the special season model to all of the vanilla factions like they had been yeah. doing. Like, I think they, I don't know if they were seeing, okay, this is getting unreasonable, wild bills everywhere. <laughs> Maybe let's just put Pavardi and, uh, uh, what's her name, Fiddler in armies Fiddler. that actually make sense. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But like the original, the uh, I can relate to. Like, yeah, you want your ITS price to be used by everyone, right? But yeah, we, we're now to a point that, it, yeah, or that you you have a limited uh, model that you want everyone to use because the mm-hmm. Liberto came as a a limited uh, limited yeah. mission model. It did. I agree with all but the Warcore. Warcore must stay in all because we can't <laughs> silence the press. Okay, that's. That's true. The press, thematically, press yes, they they have earned their place. Everyone has some journalists, except the aliens. But at some point, they the had Libertos. them for a while, but they didn't like it, so they ditched them again. <laughs> at some point, though, the Libertos can return to Veruna or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they apparently have the population. There's more Liberto, it seems, than there are any other species. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, my Liberto's certainly been busy. That's you know, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> like we we in Holland have this this uh, this crab that that ends up everywhere, which is originally from North America, but somehow got into our waters and is doing very fine. So they they did like yeah the the, the Liberto <laughs> is like that crab; it just ends up getting everywhere, 
eating everything inside. Uh, and yeah, it's it's good for the biodiversity that we call a bit of Libertos. It's just yeah. for their own good uh, <laughs> that they get a healthy population going. Because now it's 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 turning into inbreeding, and that's just that's not cool. That's yeah, they're out competing all the other species. So yeah, yeah, to, for sure. We need to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I could say it would be nice. Sometimes also it's just weird from, like, even just headcanon lore perspective. It's like, ah, I have my advanced O12 Zeta. Who are they going to trust to repair it? Not the Lambda. <laughs> They'll hire this random trucker to handle <laughs> <laughs> this random monstrucker with his sweet mag boots to go and you know, <laughs> fix the, what I assume is a very expensive piece of equipment instead of their own internal highly trained person because, yeah. you know. Because he would. Because the dude's cheaper and brings brings draw bears. That's why. Yeah. And climbing fine. plus to keep up with the yeah. tag. The tag climbs a building. The guy just follows after it. But yeah, it's funny. It is funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, there we go. That's my one. <laughs> All right. Then we get to my list again. I want some more specialized focused missions in ITS. Oh man. Because right now it's all about the fighty fighty, and uh, <clears throat> it's playing uh, to, to 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 really go out there. It's like you're playing two two rounds of annihilation, and then you <laughs> press a button, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I had <laughs> I had someone say to me the other day that I'm masking as a specialist heavy mission, and I was like, "You do not know you've been born compared to some of the missions that we used to see years and years ago." Tic Tac Toe. Yeah. Do you remember Tic Tac Toe? Yeah. I love tic-tac-toe. Played it yeah. T.O.'s hated it because you needed to have nine objective markers nine cons- for each. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass for, for the um, number of objectives you needed, but it's we got so th- funny. We got 3D yeah. printers now. It should not be a problem. Bring back the nine <laughs> tech coffin, nine console missions. We didn't know what we said as workhorse. We, yeah. we made a mistake. We were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more 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 IT more new or distinct ITS missions was on my li- is on my list too. It's yeah. uh It would be interesting. One thing I'd be interested in seeing is something where you it, however the way it works, but you can't just wait for the end of the game to do the mission. Yes. Right? Like yes. Either, either it gets harder or just um by the nature of how the mission objectives work that they you know they go away or whatever. Similar yeah. to like, you know, saying like countermeasures, I guess to some extent you can wait till the end, but if you actually want to score well, you can't just wait to the end to do the no, objectives because you, you need you only can do a certain number in a turn. Um Yeah, know, certainly true. I know Raymond and I were talking about a stealing an idea for a mission from another game that we were playing, uh, yeah. uh, the Song of Ice and Fire, where you know it'd be mm-hmm. missions being all you know scoring these things are only in place for you know this ter- this is the first turn. If you don't do it in the first turn, you've missed the opportunity to get those. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Those yeah. points. I there are a couple of ways of doing this as well, and I've I've been talking to Ray about it, and I think some of the ones that are really nice are. Having buttons that don't flip, so there's no reason to not just press it immediately, right? Because your yeah. opponent won't just wait until the final turn and take it away from you. So mm-hmm. that's good because it encourages you to just do that. Um, and also, 
In the 20 by 20 mission pad, there's a rule called like systems decay or something where the button gets harder to press as the turns go on. I think, I can't remember what it is exactly, but we've talked about having it be whip plus three, then flat whip, and then whip minus three yeah. by the end. I think I think Vol has that at least in his tic-tac-toe equivalent mission where it does right. that. Uh, yeah. Because r- right now, though, the only mission I think where the button doesn't flip back and forth is supremacy, right? Either it's once you press it, you can't press it ever again. Yeah. No one can press it, or it's they flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so having them not flip encourages you to just go and do it because your opponent can't screw you up on the last yeah. turn. Mm-hmm. And having it, having it be harder over time, which we've seen in various mission packs, um, obviously incentivizes you to play the game instead of shooting each other. Mm-hmm. I like both of those ideas as well because they don't force you to do anything. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but... Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just yeah. It's it's probably uh, yeah. There are so many uh, 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 like with Vol, what he did with his missions, but they're like they did a competition and they got like two hundred missions sent in, uh, and they only gave uh, at random someone a a a a. a, 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 a a coupon for uh, for to get uh, something from their store, while in the meanwhile just keeping their ITS as is. <laughs> no, which is also understandable because the last ITS it was during Corona, so the 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 amount of uh, of of competitions that have or tournaments that have been done are are far lower when you compare mm-hmm. to what uh, what ever ever came before. The competition um, also wrapped up like a week yeah. before the ITS mission pack dropped. So yeah. I'm wondering if we might see something from that because they they talked about doing like an April new update of it with some more missions from like the tag raid stuff. So I wonder oh, if they'll cool. take some of those as well. Mm. Now I am hesitant about, you know, some of the stuff with the tag raid missions where they're talking about add-ons where you get, you know, a tag or you get the the full prospecting team, uh, especially mm. since they're adding those in before the models are released. But <laughs> mm. uh, I agree. Hopefully, these are a weird all... choice. Like you can. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping they're just optional add-ons, like soldiers of fortune and stuff, right? So you can just choose to not. Yeah. Not not, not like not like yeah. in mission add-ons, like the free bike. Yeah, right. In which case, it's fine. You know, people can do it or they can choose not to. But I wouldn't like it to be like the free bike where it's just in the mission and you lose out if you don't do it. Yeah, I can understand that their idea was probably, yeah, we have to hype up people to to back this Kickstarter. So Mm -hmm. it's going to get into the uh, infinity and uh, Mm. uh, you get also these special rules for it. And Mm. so you have a other use besides besides just the game. Because like Defiance is like, oh, if you don't like Defiance, Here's a whole Shizwasti army. Have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so I understand their their thought, but they just they haven't considered from well, what, but what's the practical purpose now of it? Because yeah, <laughs> now yeah. people have to. They're like think... ah, like years back, people also played with rules without the models. It's not that bad, but yeah, they they may have just I think be a bit have overestimated how excited people would be about getting free essentially units in 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 missions like it's kind of exciting but at the same time it's it's mixed yeah just like we said like 
we're 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 getting all this. Uh, all, everyone is using the Liberto. Everyone is using all these mercenary forces. <laughs> now we bring in uh, an extra bike. Now you bring in uh, all these uh, 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 tag rate stuff. What the what what's left of the feel that you have with your original army, with your original um, yeah. theme that you were bringing on the board uh, and and not being overwhelmed by all the extras Corvus Belly is just putting on uh, yeah. so that every army looks the same or right. feels the same. And to, to be clear, like I'm not against any of this stuff in principle, but it's exactly what Jordan said. Like, why not come out with a campaign book? Right, and then we can play our cool tag raid campaigns with like all of the extra infinity units and things, and our models have a purpose. But you don't have to put it into ITS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if it if it really is an option, as in you know this is like Soldiers of Fortune, you can choose to run it or not, then it should be fine. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, that was that was kind of mine and Raymond's uh, mm. fourth yeah. wishes, so we can go right to you, Ollie. Well, one of mine was about modernizing some of the older sectorals, but I feel like we've kind of spoken about that. So I'm actually going to mark that one off as well. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about how sad I was for USARF, um, but we've done it. So there we go. Um, So I guess I'll go to my last one, which is uh, please can Hack Islam be in the two-player starter set next year? Please call this belly. Uh, And can you release some Hack Islam models like the Shakush? That would be great. I'd really like that. And Layla. Or not Layla. Does Layla uh, not have a model? No, not Layla. Uh, oh, Yara. Uh, Yara. Y- Yara. Yeah, she needs a model. That would be great. Yeah, they, they, especially the Shakush. They, 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 when N4 came out, they, they, they already spoiled its its artwork. Mm-hmm. Same with Yara. heard of it again. Yeah, there are a couple of recent additions to Hack Islam that have neither models nor artwork as well, right? Yeah. So, um, but they're used all the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, because they're really good. Those, um, the hidden deployment assassin guy in the mid minus yeah, six one, right? Nadir, yeah, the uh, the hack tiffer. Um, mid minus six <laughs> hidden deployment <laughs> impact template, yeah. Because the last release for Hack Islam, I think, was the single Mukhtar, the hacker, I think. Uh, Saladin. Oh, yeah, and and, and uh, Saladin. Yes, that's coming. Is, was that this month or last yeah, month? I think that's December, yeah. yeah. So it's not, I guess, yeah, out yeah, yeah. yeah, so Saladin. We don't have Mukhtar. enough Saladins yet, so. That's Saladin. true. Um, and then there are arguments about whether we should be happy that we got, like, Kaplans and stuff. But uh, to. to do Kaplan's count? I guess they kind of count as a Hack Islam release, sort of. They, st- uh, they started out in QK, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're active in other armies, though, that are re- they're still yeah. around. Um, like, so a couple white, more white Hack company. Islam models would make me very happy. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, Raymond. All right. Yeah, I, I want them to... Uh, that, like, years past... Uh, they shared uh, tournament numbers and army builder numbers, especially mm-hmm. around when they split it up uh, JSA from Eugene. <laughs> like they showed numbers like the uh, 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 when someone plays Eugene, they're not they're only playing the ninja and maybe the engineer, yeah, and uh, or they're playing all the JSA stuff mm-hmm. without the rest, so they could. 
make that um, make that break uh, in story wise uh, and still feel good about themselves because they're not hurting the uh, uh, a lot of players who played mixed uh, armies, which yeah. was uh, yeah. very bold. But yeah, in in their case, they they had the numbers for it to to pull it off, <laughs> and they also have shown tournament numbers like how balanced are the armies and uh like the numbers in n3 were like the the, the difference was very low like the mm-hmm. lowest army had like 47 percent and the hi- highest grossing army was like 53 or so so that's that's a, a balanced game as far as, with asymmetrical elements as as far as you can 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 get it i think but now with the current state of N4 and we've played a lot of games and a lot of units have been used, I'm very, uh, I'm very interested to see the the current state of things with the new, uh, with the new rules uh, or fairly new rules, but now played for, uh, for most of a year and mm-hmm. with the tur- tournaments that we had, uh, to see what the, how 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 is the balance going? How uh, which units get played a lot? Uh, um, I'm just just very curious uh, at the state of the game. Yeah, I think they need to release some updated numbers. But I understand the last couple of years have probably been a write-off, so I don't blame them for not doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. I have some very strong suspicions about things I'm not going to talk about um, on this podcast, and I'd be very, very curious to see if CB have the numbers to prove or disprove that. Nah, don't be so cheeky. What's what the? I just say that's call, cryptic. Call them that's out. way too cryptic. Call them out. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll be diplomatic. I think the combined army are very good. Um, um, I think that a couple of other armies, like um, uh, U.S. Ariadna and stuff, are not that good. Um, and no, like I'm being diplomatic. I'm not saying they are like just bad, and I'm not saying that you know combined army is just broken. But I do mean like I have a high suspicion that combined army is extremely good, um, and I have a strong suspicion similarly that US Ariadne isn't that good. Um, and I'd just be curious to see if that's supported or if I'm just talking absolute shit, <laughs> which I might be to be honest with you because I often do. So we'll see. The other thing is sometimes, like, just in terms of, like, tournament success can end up being skewed because, mm-hmm. especially with something where, you know, one's an out-of-print army, like, giving those two examples, right, you might, the people playing U.S. Ariadna might just be the people that, you know, are much more experienced players that are like, I'm just going to go the hipster, I'm going to play yeah. hard mode, but because they're strong players, end up being able to still push through. Whereas, you yeah. know, more people no, have minds um, that are starting out, and then suddenly mm-hmm. it brings brings the numbers down. Yeah, it's a really yeah. interesting thing. Like, back in N3, there was that um, scrape of ITS data, so someone took, like, all of the ITS data they could get publicly, um, which I disregard because, then, you know, there's a bunch of rubbish that people submit to ITS, so you can't just take all of the data and look at it equally. But anyway, on, on this scrape of data, what they found was really fascinating is that um, if you take, like, players that aren't winning a lot of games, Hackerslum is an awful faction that had a very low win rate. But if you took players that were very, very good, Hackerslum had an extremely high win rate. Um, so there are some really interesting, like, effects that you can find if you start to... I guess, kind of stratify the data and look at, like, medium, like, midpoint players or high players or low players and things like yeah. that. Yeah. I think that also yeah, what that can like... show you is if if you're a good enough player, you can probably make anything work. 
Yeah, I certainly agree with that to an extent. I I do think there are some factions you have to work a lot harder for than others. Oh, yeah. Again, that's being quite diplomatic. You have to yeah. work harder for it with some factions. Yeah. Um, Especially from, in some from missions. From N3, where, where, where with those numbers that they were like, yeah, Doha was seen as, as the number one, but when you looked at the at the, at the at the scorings that they got from the ITS, they were, yeah, they they were scoring over fifty percent, but not like that much. Yeah. And yeah. in that time, JSA was seen as one of the worst armies, and they were doing actually pretty well. Yeah, they're well, right. Mm-hmm. Well, Druze was the punching bag in N three. Yeah, I think Druze was the punching bag. But bit. like the punching bag was like like oh right, we're forty seven, forty eight percent win rate. Yeah. So, so that's the amount of punching bag, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. It, but it, I'd be curious. Yeah, I really agree. I'd be curious to see all this stuff. Um, yeah. I wonder if they'll show it again, but didn't want to after kind of, you know, the last season was a bit of a loss for in-person play. And Yeah. I would also like it if they did what they did last time. So they, they gave two different lots of data. They gave a generic ITS data of the last year, and then they also gave satellite events, so only big, like, five-round events, I think. Yeah. Um, and satellite event data is really fascinating because I would assume that most of the people that go to a five-round event are a little bit more serious. Perhaps not, though. You know, <laughs> I, I go to plenty. Yeah. Oh, uh... oh, I did. I did. I did back in the day. Um, I don't know. It would be interesting to see all different kinds of data and just see what's out yeah. there and what's happening. Like, I'm sure there are loads of things that people think are happening that are not happening. Yeah. To be fair, even for the satellite event, I think probably yeah, when you are in the top 10 of that event, yeah, there's there's something to be serious about. But once you probably lost your first and or your second game, it's all about jo- enjoying uh, the community and uh, like probably in, uh, I, 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 when you heard from podcasts over, over the, 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 the Americans around, like you were lose your first one, cool, you can drink. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at the German event, mostly people, when they lose their first game, are like, cool, I can just hang out and, and enjoy yeah. it. And, and uh, only the... Only the ones that have the four games won or the three games won at the in the first day, they're the ones who get or who go early to bed. <laughs> and, uh, I hope that yeah. they uh, end up as the as the winner for the second day. But once you once you lost a game in the first first round, you're yeah you're not that serious about it anymore. Yeah, I, I'm always jealous hearing about the Americans getting to have drinks with their games. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's really the community though, isn't it? As well, like just yeah. keeping everyone happy and like um, looking at what's happening and just you know being nice and kind. Yeah, uh, I I actually miss events. I haven't been to an in person in quite a long time now. So that's yeah, it. yeah, I've, I've hosted one a few months back for 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 eight people. It was pretty. Yeah, it's <laughs> we got a bit emotional about it being there like oh man we're we're, we're finally back uh back at it again but now we we're, we're back in lockdown so yeah yeah our numbers small, are going small reprieve yeah we're our numbers going back up so i wouldn't be surprised if we're the same suit oh all right um so I guess... yeah yeah Sh- share the numbers corvus even if if even if you had like a 
quote unquote bad year with nothing much uh, going on. Yeah. Like what with with the with with the current IGL, we uh, did we have one where there was primarily combined or like six six combined players. Most of the IGLs have had a ridiculous number of combined players. Yeah. Uh, and so did RAL as well before IGL. Yeah. Most of the online events that I have like followed have had an absurd number of like combined army players. Yeah. I think it's also a matter of it's I think combined army appeals to new players a lot too. Like the number of new players that I've either mentored or just like spoken to getting in combined army is one of the ones that just kind of like they look cool. One, they have a lot of really nice new models. Yeah, it's all fresh, yeah. It was one of the like first Code 1 starter boxes. It was kind of more unique looking, so. Yeah, and like the avatars are a really cool model, right? Why would you not want to play that? Yeah. Um, it's amazing. And you're right, they are a little bit different. They are fun. They have some cool models. If you're coming over from 40k and you like playing Hero Hammer, then you get to play Hero Hammer if you play combined, because it's an avatar plus a bunch of other dudes. Um, so, yeah, I, there are very good reasons for it. And. I'm not really someone that like likes to make firm statements about things. So I'd just be more curious to see and learn rather than talk yeah. rubbish on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this that's also what I want to know. Is it just uh, is it just what what I'm facing? Because uh, yeah, everyone we started out with N4 and like there there are 49 different choices of sectorial or faction that you could play. Uh, have we explored it all or do we know or are we just sticking to uh the one the those factions that are either the freshest the newest uh or you know the best mm-hmm. um uh did we get all the facets out of it that's what yeah yeah well i'm i'm playing in a online tournament where armies uh they randomly drew which army you were playing and then randomly generated your list that's lists. really funny that's really fun. <laughs> so I got lucky. I got Kregador, which meant my random lists had fire teams because Kregador. Um, <laughs> everything goes with everything. Yeah. So uh, I guess might as well get on to you guys have done year five. I'll do my last wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll modify what I wrote down a bit. It was originally, you know, this asking for specific models because there's a number of specific profile models I'd really like. Uh, but the main thing that I would love to see them do. I don't think they'll ever do it is a deployables pack because Ooh, I wow. play a lot of armies. I play a bunch of, I, you know, ISS or Yujing and O12 and I like bringing mad traps, but there is only one place to get mad traps and it's in a dire foes box. Mm. But I, you know, just, just give me a pack of like mad traps and other deployables People love that's cute, such a cool idea. People love that's... cute little robots. There's plenty of like, you know, then you yeah. don't need to worry as much about getting profiles. Like we we have we have the one gangbuster model. Mm. It's the one profile no one brings. The other two <laughs> profiles are just better, and the other two profiles bring mad traps, and you know, make a little pack with little robots. And the thing is, they yeah. can even do things like, you know, have little mines. Like they could just yeah. do generic deployables pack. They could do a they could do one generic one, or they could do like yeah. here's the O12 deployables pack. Have some mat traps, have some mines. If they want to really keep cool. their things looking distinct, uh, and things like you know a mine once it's revealed, a model for a mine once it's revealed, 
that would be super easy, I think, for them to just do in COCast. It's pretty much just like a, uh, their scenic bases they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It'd be pretty much just a little thing on, on mm-hmm. the ground. Yeah, I'd love so, to see a pack exactly what you're saying if it had like one mad trap and one repeater and one mine, right? I'd want at least two mad traps, but uh, yeah. Okay, two two mad traps and mine and a repeater. That would be great. Yeah. I'd yeah, like that. And they know it's popular because they started out with, with the SWC boxes of, of heavy infantry mm-hmm. with four dudes in it and some of them there only have three dudes in it and a little chibi yeah. dude being... And they sell like hotcakes because and the, <laughs> and the tin bot doesn't even need to be on the field. No, no, like no. it's not. A th- if anything, now I end up using tin bots as bad traps. I need small little robots to go give people yeah. hugs, and the tin bots look like they'd give nice hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come in with some have their shield, and they were doing. I'm doing my part. Everyone's <laughs> there's a All- movie. Always dressed up as their boss too. Yeah, yeah, the 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 cosplayers of this of this universe. I love them. Yeah, so yeah, sell sell a little box with with little 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 toys that we have. Yes, yeah. I love that. So but, good. But then also give me a Tian Gao. That's <laughs> you don't need a Tian Gao. Half the time, it's already another unit. Yeah, what do you mean? You already have models for the Tian Gao. <laughs> Hey, my Tiangao's reveal very quickly the second someone <laughs> needs to get hacked, okay? My white banner is like, ah, yes. Yes, I've, go I've after been... my hacker. Don't worry, I have nothing to defend it, Tiangao. <laughs> I, I have rushed and painted my Cho uh, for, for O12, and she never came on the board ever, but she was there in the rules. But <laughs> I, I use her as my, uh, I'll use her as my HVT sometimes. Until she appears and then be like, ah, swap her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if, Cho, if, if Cho's on the board, it means she's probably dead. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, yeah, that was good. I think we've got some really good ideas and callers, but they should hire us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Consulting fee. Mm. Or at least listen to the show. Wait, wait! You guys don't get money for this podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also accept a free pack of uh, deployables. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll test them. You can send them to me. I'll see how they uh, they came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's our our list, right? Yeah, I'm done with mine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We've we've asked all we can ask from Father Corvus. Um, and then hopefully. some more. <laughs> and then some more. <laughs> we will all will see what we get under our, our our holiday tree. Exactly. I'm super excited about Infinity next year. I'm really really excited to see what they come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they announced the new stuff. Yeah, the mm-hmm. new new link themes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that will shake up the meta. I'm oh. I'm very curious to see what that looks like. My yes. main thing is I really hope that they really spend the time so that the rules are clear when they come out how they work. Yes, make it clear, yeah. Like, um, I'd rather them delay a bit extra just to make sure that there's not a lot of questions about how things run. Yes, that would be good. Also make sure to coordinate with Army, an Army update that is proofed 
so that or we just all play vanilla because that's how infinity is intended that's true get rid of sectorials that's the fire <laughs> team update as, as as a heavily a sectorial player i i feel attacked <laughs> mm. Mm. Vanilla Toha, does that count as a vanilla faction? <laughs> well, they're out of print for a reason. Mm. Uh, All right. Well, cool. any 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 final thoughts uh, that you guys have? Uh... Not really. You know, we we gripe about things a little bit, but I think overall the game's in a very good place and. Uh, yeah, as Ollie said, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think we all gripe about the game a little bit, but I'm really, really like optimistic, and I'm having a good time right now. And as much as I complain about things needing cleanups, like 99% of the time, my games go well, and I have a fun time, and I play with cool dudes, so it's all good. You know, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, because actually, what we want to wish for is better dice, dice, that, <laughs> dice that crit for us mm. and not our opponents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's that we win we all the elo points and we the the bestest bested dudes on ITS. Yeah, <laughs> have a good twenty twenty two. May your rolls be crits. Yeah. <laughs> may your opponent may never make an armor save on their tag. <laughs> <laughs> May all the crits feel like the crits of old. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, listeners, have a, have a wonderful uh, uh, holiday with your with your family. We will um, uh, we will be out of here for uh, uh, the coming two weeks just to have our holiday and uh, and uh, and uh, and have some time with our family and have some uh, some well needed rest. And we will be back in 2022 because we still have a big list of, of uh, factions to go. Uh, Poor Pano. Uh, we will go over and deep dive and all the lovely new stuff that uh, comes out uh, in that year. Yeah, yeah, it will be a good year of gaming. I hope so. Yes. And we will get to Pano, I promise. Yes. I think we have not yes. done a single Pano sectorial or faction yet. <laughs> We are called the Whip 12 Podcast, and we just straight up <laughs> ignored the whole hyperpower that we based our name on. <laughs> well, there's always next year, right? Yeah, yeah, there's always next year. Next year will be the year of the panel. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for, uh, for coming on. Uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It's been good. Yes. Thank you for organizing all this. No problem. And uh, listeners, thanks for listening, and uh, we will speak to you all next time, and have a wonderful holiday.